this podcast. Hello everyone, my name is Frederik van Nieuwenhuizen and welcome to the podcast Agility Humanity. We are exploring anything on the intersection of agility and humanity. Our statement is that humanity is as essential as agility. You can learn a lot by listening in to the conversations with my guests. So relax and enjoy the show. So hello everyone, my name is Frederik van Nieuwenhuizen and welcome to another episode of Agility Humanity. And today I have as a guest Safpal Singh. He's a community organizer and agilist from Scotland. Hi Safpal, how are you? I'm great, Frederik. I'm really good. Good to be here. Thanks for the invitation. Looking forward to the chat. Thank you for being here. So, could you first tell a bit more about yourself? Who are you? What do mm. you do in life? Oh, what do I do in life? That's, that's a big question. What do I do in life? Uh, well, okay, as you say, I'm Saf Pal Singh. Everybody calls me Saf. Um, I'm really, I guess I'm, uh, how would I describe it? I'm a sort of technology, I'm in technology and agile leadership. So that's the kind of space I'm in, in the day job. I kind of sit at the intersection of engineering and agile, uh, and I currently work in the financial financial sector. Uh, but really, a lot of my t- what I'm interested in, what I'm involved in, are a lot of community initiatives, both in in my day job in the work um, in a bank, um, but also in the industries you've touched on there. I'm sure we'll go on and talk about that. So yeah, community initiatives. You know, I organise meetup events through Future Work Scotland. Um, I've also helped do kind of various sort of um, global festivals and organisations, as, as you know. I'm sure we'll go on and talk about that. And, yeah, my, my, my passion is really community, uh, proactive learning, and that's kind of what I'm interested in. Uh, and I'm also, you know, I'm part of a couple of professional bodies as well. So, you know, I'm part of the Chartered Management Institute uh, in, in the UK, and I sit on the Scotland board, uh, and I've very recently become the chair of the BCS Agile Committee. So that's, that's probably the short version. And that's quite quite a lot. Uh, this this uh, the Chartered Institute for IT. What 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 is that about? Is it something mm. that you can elaborate a bit? Because yeah, yeah. I know it. no, of course, of course. So well, there's two. So so I've been in these professional bodies since really well. The BCS is the British Computer Society, and they're the industry body for IT. So you, you might have heard of them, and they're a global organisation. So you know they have. 60 plus thousand members across the world, but really they're there to support their membership on, you know, like IT, you know, technology and how that's evolving and they cover a broad range of areas. So, you know, I used to be a developer. I started as a software engineer over 20 years ago. That's where I started. A lot of us did. And I used to cut code and I was a Java dev and all this stuff. And I moved into kind of leadership management and through that journey, you know, I was always part of the, the, the industry body, but I moved into, you know, from a student member into I became a chartered practitioner uh, some years ago, it was 2012 maybe. And I also helped other people become chartered, you know, practitioners by being an assessor, that type of stuff. And then I've been on the Agile committee for a few years now with people like Jose Cazell, who, you know, a lot of people know Jose. Jose's awesome, you know, he was the chair, he's kind of, you know, um, wanted to step down from that now and 
I was I was nominated in. Um, so really, it's about being a voice in the industry, and the, the management stuff is also my passion around what does good management leadership look like. So I'm part of the Chartered Management Institute. I became a chartered manager in 2015, I think, uh, and then I joined the Scotland sort of national board um, in late 2019. So I'm the comms lead uh, for the for the for the Scotland board. Uh, All right. Thank you for that. Um, Let's talk a bit about the uh, Agile 20 Reflect (laughs) Festival. I attended uh, some sessions myself. Uh, It's just like really had the idea that this was one of the biggest global Agile festivals online. I don't know how many online events and meetups were happening. A lot. It all, it all, yeah. In in light of the 20th anniversary of the of the manifest of Agile, um, yeah, mainly in February. But I had a quick look on the website that still some <laughs> some things were going on till till now in May. I see. What what is this? You know, of this this huge endeavor and 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 everything that it involved. What are the main highlights uh, and, and the learnings that you got out of this? Well, great question. Okay, probably good if I give a bit of context because I'm not sure all, Absolutely. Your, your, Please. All, your, all your listeners would necessarily know what you're referring to. But I hope they would because, you know, we did a lot of promotion, as you know. But So just to rewind a little bit. So, yeah, Agile 20 Reflect was a, a festival, right? And the whole point of it was, you're right, it was, it was about marking the occasion of the 20th anniversary of since the original authoring and signing of the Agile Manifesto, but it wasn't just about that. You know, we did it in February because that's when it happened and there were dedicated events to celebrate that. But what we were trying to do is we were trying to bring the whole of the global community together, or as many of them as we could. And it was really about bringing people together, connecting people, creating this kind of, you know, global distributed ecosystem uh, and creating and having free events and giving everybody a voice and lowering the barrier to entry. So you know what it's like, right? You do conferences, people put in proposals, and you know sometimes your proposal doesn't get accepted. The barrier to entry can be quite high for some of the high-profile conferences. This was a free, a free festival. You know, a whole month-long program of events, and in the end, I think we did. You know, forget the number, right? I think we did about. There was not we. This is the thing, right? Not we. Personally, I did personally host, you know, 809 events. I hosted uh, 18 in the end, something like that. So I hosted 18 events. I attended 24 or something, and I was a speaker at five. So I still did 50 events in some shape or form myself. But the point was people got involved. You know, people stepped up and, you know, really got engaged with this initiative and the purpose of it. And it was to bring people together. And in the end, probably very relevant given your given the name of your podcast, it was, it was a celebration of humanity. It was bringing people together and we wanted, you know, diversity inclusion was at the heart of our agenda. So we wanted everybody to be involved. You know, we connected with, you know, Africa and South America. And we didn't, you know, traditionally, Agile is very heavy in the US and, you know, Europe. And, you know, we wanted to touch and connect with other other areas and surface all the amazing things that they were doing with Agile and the flavours of Agile around the world, not just what we traditionally see, but perhaps some of those flavours that are 
perhaps less known or they don't have the platform, they don't have the voice. So all these things were really important to us. That's what it was about. And we asked about learnings. I mean, we could go on for hours. Obviously, we don't have hours. Um, it was a lot, you know. It was to see. So I was a trustee and one of the early advisors, part of the advisory board. And I was also officially kind of the, the chief kind of operations sort of officer, but putting sort of silly job titles aside and stuff like that. It was about, you know, everybody was a volunteer. And we all got involved and gave our time. And the way that the, everybody did that was incredible. You know, they were they were really bound by the purpose and the vision. The vision we had, the purpose. We had, you know, published some amazing principles through which we wanted to operate. And people gave incredible amounts of time and devoted themselves. They were committed. They showed incredible work ethic. You know, some of us did, like, hours and hours. It was like... We're working around the clock. You know, I was still doing my day job. You know, I've got three children, got various other pursuits. See, we did all that, but it was that. And it was it was celebrating ourselves, celebrating each other. Uh, and in the backdrop of COVID, right? So prior to that, a lot of us had all been through quite a lot globally with the impact that, you know, the global pandemic had had. So this was an opportunity just to kind of forget all that for a month. And really just kind of go, you know what, we're going to be okay. Uh, you know, and, and really fly that flag for yeah, just really being optimistic and expressing joy. You know, I did an interview with Lisa Atkins as one of the patrons for the festival. And Lisa mm-hmm. talked about that. She talked about, she talked about, you know, we don't, as humans, we tend to have less capacity to express joy, mm-hmm. right? Especially in the UK, right? You're not Scottish, right? <laughs> It could be, you know, we, we like we like the banter, as we call it, but, you know, it could be quite doom and gloom. Cultures are different. And it's about that expression, expression of joy, you know, and that's what it was about. Does that, does that help? Does that, does that think that? Yeah, takes, yeah. Picture? I mean, how was your experience? Well, that's, you, yeah, you I'd, like, involved, right? I'd like to share. I, 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 I participated, I attended. Indeed, you felt this amazing vibe of people connecting, and and yeah, like some very uh, yeah really interesting topics and mm. and you know, a mix of people that's really 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 nice and interesting. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I'd say too much for one person to attend, and I had to of course make some choices. But it was overall absolutely yeah. great. Uh, yeah, I, I, so, missed, I missed a lot of sessions I wanted to do, but I did you know because I was kind of part of the, the kind of, you know, the I say the central team, but the distributed model was very important to us, right? Hmm. And if you look at what happened in Africa and South America, they really embraced it and did incredible things that were hugely creative. And that's what we wanted. We wanted that distributed model. It was, you know, sometimes people came to me and said, oh, what's the agenda? You know, who's setting the agenda? I said, we're not setting the agenda. It's a community initiative. All right, why haven't you got events for that? I said, I'm not creating the events. I'm not creating the program. The program is creating itself. Itself, yeah. You kind of created the platform and, and, and people exactly. could connect, that join. Was it. Exactly yeah. right. We created the platform. We didn't even create it. You know, we kind of, I guess, create the vision and set out the ambition and, and, and people rose to the challenge collectively. Mm-hmm. And that was the best thing. It's probably or something the, very relevant for your podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great experience to share. 
Are there particular surprises or really particular highlights that that oh, wow. you could, could tell about? Oh, lots. First, that first that come to mind. Yeah. So, okay, that, that's a good one. I'll, I'll tell you why I like that question because I've been asked that question before. So, you know, obviously it was an, a festival or danjal, but the beauty of it was it covered so much, so so many subjects and topics a lot broader than that. It became about people and it did become about humanity and some of the best sessions I went to were actually about people so for example Scott he was the kind of founder and myself we did a session on imposter syndrome and we talked about our own experiences you know Scott shared I shared very engaged group through one of our, our sort of you know BAME community kind of meetup groups in Scotland we were invited to, as guest speakers but some of the the subjects we covered, it really resonated with people. Then you realise there's other people out there who have the same experiences, who have the same feelings. And, you know, that sense of community becomes really strong. There was a great session on, you know, like dyslexia and how a lot of agile coaches seem to kind of, you know, suffer from dyslexia. And we create the whole session out of it. And three of the trustees, you know, talked on that session. And, you know, it was like, you know, you could see it as a superpower. And other people came on to the call. They were on the, they were, you know, the audience and they suffered from it. And you got this real sense of connection, right? And those sessions were brilliant. And the one we did on ethics. So I chaired a panel on ethics, you know, ethics in the agile community. It was quite late at night. And, you know, Shane Hasty was on that. He did a lot of amazing work, you know, globally with, you know, Agile Alliance. And Daniel Mezik was one of the panelists. And Scott sat on that. And, but really Nina Molia was on that. And that was an amazing thing to be involved in. And you know, I was asked to chair that. And I was like, Eek, okay. Um, but it was amazing. The depth of conversation and the important topics. And those things are the legacies of, of you know, hmm. the festival, the things that the industry could take forward. That sort of stuff. Yeah. For for listeners who uh, are now thinking, oh, oh man, I missed a great deal of that. The con the content is still yeah. available, right? Very much so, very much so. So no, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up. So one of the important things was one of the aims of the festival was we wanted to create this library of learning. So you know we had 800 plus events. Pretty much every session was recorded. You know we, we'd asked everybody to record the sessions, and they all went onto the onto the YouTube channel. We're creating an archive as well from them and. That's going to be there. That's going to remain. That's 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 free learning for, for for people. You know, it's available. You can access it very easily. You know, we can share them. You know, after if you, if you, if you want to share them in your show notes, etc. I don't know if you you know you do that sort of thing, but mm. happy to happy to give you some links, etc. And that was one of the legacies. That was one of the things we wanted. You know, this this sort of you know this this repository. Of learning covering such a broad range of subjects, yeah. So yeah, everything was recorded, and, and, and people were watching them. Yeah, people were yeah. watching them. Nice. So this resulted in in the Access Agile uh, Foundation. Mm. So right, okay. So what happened then was because it was, you know, a festival and initiative, you know with the community, for the community, by the community, right? We wanted to kind of, you know, have everybody's feedback and views. And it wasn't about a certain group of people. It was about serving everyone, trying to connect. We 
at the end of the festival, we, we held a session where we wanted the community's feedback. So we wanted to understand what did the community want to see happen next, right? Mm -hmm. And just to your point and the comments you made, you know, a lot of people had this incredible experience, like way beyond what we had could have possibly expected or imagined, right? It, it exceeded our expectations. I was blown away by some of the feedback I was getting, you know, directly from people on LinkedIn and in email. And it was like, wow, this is really, really, you know, it means, seems to mean a lot to people. Certainly, you know, given, like I said, what had gone on in 2020 with the pandemic, et cetera. And then what we we'd said, look, we do want to continue, but we didn't just want it to be about the festival. So the festival's continuing, but Access Agile is actually a broad, broader brush sort of um, umbrella for, for, for what Agile 20 Reflect has grown into. And really the idea is the name came from the fact that we want to make Agile accessible, right? And that was one of the aims of the festival was, look, you know, we, we don't want to have, you know, these difficult barriers to entry. We want it to be something that people can connect with and they can get involved easily, bringing new voices, fresh voices. So Access Agile is, is continuing a lot of those themes and ideas. And also, but there was other things we wanted to do. So we'd identified that, look, you know, there's, there's an opportunity here to support perhaps some parts of the world where, you know, these sorts of things are not as, as I say, accessible. So, you know, mm -hmm. you do certifications, et cetera, right? Certification bodies, you've probably done them, you know, your scrum.org, your, you know, your scrum alliance, agile alliance, you know, I've done the scrum.org, PSPO, PSM, all that kind of good mm -hmm. stuff. But they can be quite expensive for some communities, right? And they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not easily available to everyone. So we're kind of conscious of that, a lot of the people who are involved in the festival. It's part of this is, you know, that's what the foundation's about. You know, the festival will still be there, but there's the foundation to support other new initiatives to, you know, um, connect connect certain communities and groups with, you know, experts and people who want to teach and educate and coach. And, you know, they, they appreciate that not everybody has those types of funds or can make that type of investment. Right. And then there's a the community bit. So I'm, I'm kind of more involved in a lot of that. So alongside the governance aspects and ethics and things like that, you know, a few of us are very keen to look at the ecosystem and how do we continue to help enable it as this, you know, community. And that's not something that just happens. Right. I do this stuff in my day job and communities nurture, they take time. How do you know, how do people get involved? What are the entry points? How do they contribute? All this stuff. So we've got, you know, the foundation piece. We've still got a festival, so there's a team moving that forward. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be less involved in that. You know, I'm still going to be there. Still going to be, you know, um, helping out with, you know, if they want, if they want support, etc. Probably do a few talks and things like that. But there's a team who are taking that forward. It's a team taking forward the foundation. Um, it's a team looking at community, um, and that's what we want. Uh, and there's also a team looking at sort of like innovation. So those are kind of like, you know, the different, what would I call them, strands, pillars. You decide. Call it what you want, right? Names are just names. So, yeah, it's 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 taking forward some of the legacy. And we're also going to have the, the education piece, the kind of library. So the Access Agile library, you know, and, and that's the stuff you were talking about. So taking the, the recordings of videos and creating the library and, and, and making that accessible to the education sector, that type of thing. Lots of ideas at the moment, you know, these teams are forming, 
people are doing different things and it's very we want these things to evolve this is about emergence so when we were doing the festival some of the conversations i have having that we used to ask mm-hmm. ellen ellen grove said to me i was having a conversation with ellen and i said to me, so Seth, what happens what happens after i said ellen i don't know i don't know we're just going to see what emerges right and emergence is a, is a wonderful concept right because it, it, it kind of encourages innovation ideas you know nothing's off the table that's what this is about it and we want people to be inspired by what was done and go on and do their own really cool stuff mm-hmm. right so if i ask you what does the future bring for you for what me what you say then oh, so, yeah for me okay so i talked earlier about some of the things i'm involved in a few of the things i'm heavily involved in so i run my own meetup out of scotland which again you know with the, with the, with the pandemic etc became this you know sort of virtual environment, you know, something in the global community. 2020, we hosted sort of 30 plus events, virtual events. So we used to do events every week. I'm still doing that, but now they're fortnightly. And again, we cover a broad range of topics, Future Work Scotland. So it's about how work is evolving and reinventing itself. Um, but, you know, some of that we, you know, fed into into the, the festival, but it's it's a separate group. But what I'm interested in is collaboration. So I'm happy to collaborate with other groups. Some people have reached out to me, uh, offering you know opportunities to get involved in some of their own conferences. Maybe want to partner with some of the groups I'm involved in. You know, with me taking on the the role of you know the chair of BCS Agile. I'm keen to work with that group and and the membership to to look at future possibilities, new collaborations. How can we continue to help support the industry? I was part of a, a group that kind of revamp their own certification program. So I'm, I'm interested in collaboration. That's what I'm interested in. Community, connection, collaboration. Anything that begins with C, <laughs> it would appear. All right. <laughs> so that's what I'm interested in. So, you know, anybody who wants to, you know, reach out and has some interesting ideas, they might, you know, think I could help or support or, you know, get involved, then, you know, I'm happy to hear from them. Um, I, I love collaboration. I think, you know, we, we succeed together, don't we? You know, it's that, that, that connectedness that, that really makes the difference. Okay, and that's a, a beautiful ending of, uh, of this podcast. If people would like to get in touch with you, mm. how can they reach out? Mm, yeah, um, usual channels. I'm, I'm very active on social. Well, you know that. You've probably seen my stuff. Uh, you can get me on LinkedIn. Happy to connect with people. Um, you get me on Twitter. Uh, at Southpaw, that's my handle. I do a lot of visualization stuff as well. Visual storytelling, you know, you find me on Instagram under Visual South. You can, you know, join the uh, Future Work Scotland or Meetup. Uh, so I host those sessions um, weekly. Got a lot of great stuff. We've got Dana Larson joining us later this year, talking to Esther Derby. Um, doing a great session with Alan Kelly and OKRs next month. Lots of stuff, lots of stuff. Um, so yeah, lots of ways to connect when you reach out to me. So. Feel free. I'm always happy to help people. Wonderful. So thank you for this conversation and uh, hope to see you some other time. Brilliant. Fantastic. Great to be here and uh, thanks for the opportunity. Love the chat. Thanks, Roger. Thank you. Bye. Hi there. You have been listening to the podcast Agility Humanity. My name is Frederik van Nieuwenhuizen. You can subscribe to this podcast via your preferred service. 
I am creating this podcast in my free time and my own expenses. Creating and publishing this podcast does involve some costs. If you want to support me, please check the podcast page for possibilities. Thank you and hope to hear from you soon.